Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. It's Monday. Monday, Monday. Monday, fun day. It's the best Monday ever because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> that was just like, sign. how many people messaged you and thought that that weird block of silence last week they they were like i thought my phone died i thought it froze i didn't know what happened i will say the living uh Mm -hmm. really uh, took off really took off started a movement it started a movement and you know i took that movement into my weekend and i really was living uh, ah okay but you know it was kind of held against you when you want to do the tiktok with me because the amount of people that were like tanya is not living yeah let me do Living with an E does not equal TikToking. Oh, okay. 
But I will say I actually do want to do it with you because yeah, I want to support the song. Living uh, is about supporting your friends and going along with the fun ideas other people have. You know what upset me the most about that whole thing? Wasn't even that she wanted to do the TikTok the with me. The tone. The tone was upsetting. But also what was upsetting is that afterwards, because I, I was like, oh my gosh, people are upset with you. Like they're really disappointed you're not doing this with me, but you always dance with Brad, like all this stuff. And then she was like, oh my gosh, I don't like how all the Beckas side with you and then all the Tanya side with me. And I was like, I don't know. I think a lot of these people actually are Tanya's and they're upset. They're feeling hurt by you. Uh, I got a couple DMs from some Beckas and they were on my side with it. So, you know. Yeah, so that's what I'm own. saying. It wasn't all you tried to separate. You tried oh, to start right, right, a divide. Right. Well, because I realized that. in your DMs, you get the backup of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my DMs, I get the backup of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the two do not cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. Not they, in that situation. No, but I do want to do that TikTok with you. Interesting. Is that because you saw Joe Jonas do it? No. Oh. But yes, kind of. Yeah, I realize I so. how much easier it is than I thought. Like, there, I think I can learn it pretty quickly. And I've been learning it for you. TikTok dances. Yes, yeah, I've been learning it for you. Are Hello? not meant to be hard because like they're supposed to be something that everyone can participate in. So it's not just like professional dancers can do it. Some people look better doing it. Some yeah. people look a little more crisp when they do it. But well, it's I have been learning it for Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see it. See it in action. Yeah. So we're going to do it together at some point. Great. I can't wait. I still need to practice a little more, but I do want to support the song because I love the song. too. The song is so fun. Mm -hmm. I say Balenciennes as if it's a real word. Yeah. Balenciennes. <laughs> so good. So uh, you took notes. What? Oh, what yeah. You, okay. So <laughs> on my path to living uh, this weekend, um, I have a lot to, to talk about. First of all, I want to talk about because this isn't much of a topic, but we I did an escape room on Friday night. Oh, I haven't done one of those. In and a there was like these red stars oh, that were like on the stuff in the room. And they like explained to you kind of the room before you go in. And he was like, you guys are going to see red stars everywhere. And I was like, <gasps> you know, this is so significant. He was with me and we were all like, what does it mean? And they were like, they mean absolutely nothing. Don't think anything into it. I was like, oh, this feels oh, dark. Yeah, not the, <laughs> not the significance you were looking for. Correct, correct. But so my Friday night was like super fun. I got really drunk. I broke a nail. I was really hungover. And so Saturday, oh. I enjoyed some pigs in a blanket. Mm. And let me tell you, no finer of a delicacy. Where have those been all my life? Wow. I'm surprised to hear you say this because you're so clean all the time, but I am 100% with you on those. Same. They're underappreciated. They don't, they're not talked about enough. <laughs> not talked about at all. Like I've never, I don't even know if I've ever had a pig in a blanket. Surely, at least in your maybe, college days. Maybe in my were, college yeah. days. But I bet I could wow. eat 200 of those. I Easy. think we polished off the plate at this that this party that we were at because we were both so hungover and it was just like dipping those in ketchup and mustard oh, was all I needed. The best. And let me tell you, if you have not had the pigs in a blanket from Dave and Buster's, those mm. are it. They have like this salty seasoning on the outside of the bread and uh, that's what these felt like they were everything but the bagel seasoning around I it swear, i was like did they cater to david i don't know like but it was so good and i went on a little rant on my instagram about it yeah. and so many people were like wow becca would 
really appreciate this. And I was like, sure enough, she has responded and she does. <laughs> I said, thank it. you for yeah. talking about this subject. It's not talked about enough. And I, it brought back a memory when we were on like the bachelor, when they had roast ceremony nights, they put out like catered food and you know, they'd have like little snacks and stuff. And I would be like hovering over the pigs in a blanket plate because they would go so fast. And if you didn't get in quick, they were gone. gone. They're always snatched up. So I never knew. About it. I never knew. This is a whole new world. So I want to figure out a way to make it my new hobby. What does that mean? Or what does that look like? I don't know. But like... Making them or eating them is your new hobby? Like, no. Just just discovering the world of pigs in a blanket. Like you the know? different... Like, ver- like the variety. Like how they're made. How they're made. Where, where you get them. You know, like different ways. You should ways make your own. Ma- yeah, maybe yeah. make my own. I'm cooking a lot this week. So, you know, you can check out my... Uh, Cooking. <laughs> yeah, you're. Oh, Tanya has a cooking show now. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> but I'm really trying to kind of get back into my like routine of, you know, how I was very pre pandy. I was very like buttoned up and I'd always make my food the night before. And yeah. I feel like I got so off track that I'm trying to like reel it back in. I kind of like off track Tanya a little bit. Like mm-hmm. she's a little chaotic and there's something like nice about it. But oh. I understand <laughs> like for your sanity, maybe you need to balance it out a little bit on the weekends but it's so funny so i'm eating the pigs in a blanket and i look down and i'm wearing this like white blazer and at this birthday party with like all of robbie's family and i have just like mustard stains all over (laughs) like my white blazer and it's like in my hair and he was like you were chowing down like how embarrassing that i have all this mustard all over me (laughs) it's like did y'all see the girl over at the pigs in a blanket station she didn't breathe yeah oh god it was so good though so uh just really wanted to share my admiration for that. Well, thank you. I mean, like I said, I, I don't know if it's talked about or appreciated enough. It's like not. how delicious because they are. Nobody has recommended those to me in my life. And maybe they're not talked about because they're always the first thing gone. So people don't get don't a taste to try. They yeah. don't even get a chance yeah, to yeah, try. Yeah. Our next live show, we should have pigs in a blanket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like people can just snatch up a pigs in a blanket on the way in. Yeah. <laughs> or pass like popcorn, out. like in a little popcorn bag. Yeah, or, yeah. You guys go out with a basket and throw them out to the audience like you did with the yeah. Starburst last Even night. better. I would be kind of upset, though, if I just got like pegged in the head with a pig in a blanket. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. be like, oh, grease stain on my forehead. <laughs> and a waste of a pig in a blanket. Yeah. Maybe that we'll, fi- we'll figure out a way to do that. We, I hope we have a live show soon. That would be yeah, great. Fun. <laughs> um, oh, next. <laughs> next on her list. She's going down her notes page. I wanted to talk about the Ava Max song because I feel like it's not getting enough love and appreciation. And I swear, as Bob is my witness, it's going to be the song of the summer. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Can we get a taste of it from you? How, how does it uh, go? You should take a little finger and just point it in the mirror, baby. Maybe you're the problem. Okay, okay you. You got your problem. Get you point up, you. Just like a Santa. You should take a little finger and just point it in the mirror, baby. Maybe you're the problem. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's my favorite song right now. It's so good. It's called Maybe You're the Problem by Emma Max. It's so good. It's so good. So I just want to check back in at the end of August. And Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we'll do that. Mark, put it in the calendar. <laughs> okay, checking back in. If I know us, we'll be hitting that. Hit it real hard right at, at the, the end, end of, of August, the summer yeah. and check uh, back in. I feel like as it was already is the song of summer. You know, that can be your vote. That's <clears> fine. <throat> I feel like that's the song is the spring. Like, I'm going to associate that song with the spring, like the I, flowers and bloom. I don't think that's going and... anywhere anytime soon. I well, think that's I think gonna his be... album's going to come out. So I think it might 
turn into you know something, something else. different. Yeah. Who knows what else? Do you have a pitch for song of the summer? Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, for the girls by Haley Kiyoko. Oh wow, this which feels, also this feels drops, like it has a little bias to it, <laughs> which also <laughs> drops May 20th or May what's 19th. that Friday? What? Yeah, the 20th. Oh yeah, the night of the 19th. Um, it's so fun. It goes summers for the girls. The girls are like girls. The girls are like boys. The girls, the girls. Yeah. All right. All right. So we all have our pitches and we'll check back in in August and we'll see. East and I are on the same page. So Easty, Easty. Okay. That was last on my notes aside from Mother's Day. How was your mother? Did you have a great first Mother's Day? Yeah, honestly, it was. And I got a sweet card from Sunny. Oh, did she write it all out? She wrote it all out. And she thanked me for making her food and taking care of her. And that she's she really lucked out in the dog mom world. Oh, yeah, that's really sweet. She's a sweet girl. She's the sweetest girl. And she gave it to me in her little mouth and... Her penmanship is... I know, I was going to say, I'm so, like, I know she's advanced, but the fact that she's writing cards already is impressive. She had a little help from her dad, but the sentiment was hers. I'm sitting at the nail salon last week, and I am just relaxing, getting a pedicure, manicure. I walked there, so I was like, it was a long walk, and I was just, like, cooling off, enjoying, and I see Tanya and Sunny come in. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything because it was really crowded. Okay. And I don't like drawing attention to myself in those situations in general. And so Tanya looks, makes eye contact and she goes, and it just becomes like, I think everyone in there heard our whole conversation. Sunny was like going crazy. It was absolute chaos. And my kind of Tanya's dream come true. My dream come true. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) everyone turns and looks and I'm like, oh, this is. This is not. And I was like, do you want to hold Sunny? I'm like throwing her in her yeah, lap while she's like getting have, a massage. And she's yeah. like, <laughs> I like don't have hands and getting my nails done. Sunny's in my lap, licking my face. It was, it was fun. It was but you know time. what's so funny? What? I got a lot of DMs about that nail salon encounter. And I was like, they were saying, um, if I farted, and I was like, no, I held it together. But funny enough, Sunny farted. Oh, yeah. Did <laughs> remember, she? remember, I was smelling her butt and I was like, what are the odds that my dog fires in a nail salon? Okay, this is weird to me because Tanya literally puts her nose like right next to her butt and takes a deep whiff. And she's like, oh, I think she farted. I'm like, why go? Why? Because why? I want to make Do sure that. it was hers. I smelt something and I was like, thought it was you. First of all, I don't fart in nail salons. That's okay. not my MO, okay? That is all you. Yeah. That's what you're known for. You've left a legacy in Brentwood. Yeah, and I should put it on my Instagram bio. They have your photo up and uh-huh. you're wanted. There's a warrant. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. It was a, a good fun time. surprise to see you in there. It was a great surprise. Um, I'm trying to think. There's Did Phoebe get of- you a card for Mother's Day? No, she didn't. Oh. Phoebe and I have... Phoebe's been going through some things like with her health. I'm trying to figure out. She has this really crazy cough and she they said she has a collapsing trachea, which is very common in Pomeranians, but I just can't seem to get it under control. And I love her so much. And like, I'm devastated because I know it's like uncomfortable for her because it's like her whole little body doing it. But it happens between the hours of 2 a.m. and about 5 a.m. Uh. And I have not slept through the night since I don't even know when because she does it almost every single night. I give her cough medicine. I'm giving, I'm giving her her medicine 
And I've spent so much money taking her to these different vets. And I'm like, if I get an answer, I'm happy to spend the money. But I don't know. I'm I'm the next move, I guess, is trying a cardiologist, but they don't have any availability till June. Oh, my God. I know it's really stressful. So I've been like really stressed out with Phoebe. So it's OK that she didn't give me a card. Okay. She's not feeling well. <laughs> All that to say she's off the hook this year. She's off the hook. Yeah. 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 Oh, poor Phoebe. I'm sorry. I know. I know. It's really sad. And I'm like, I'm just trying to, I just want her to be comfortable and I want her to live forever. So. Oh, don't even. I'm already bracing myself for Sunny's spay appointment. Oh, God. That day. Everybody have eyes on me on May 17th because I'm going to be a wreck that day. Woof. Woof. Next week. Next week already. Next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. My little girl is, is not, is not becoming a woman. And uh, (laughs) her her womanhood is being taken. I am going to be a total. I already told Red Star. I was like, just check in on me every once in a while because I'm not going to be good that day. Yeah. She's going to be great. I know. But it's a whole like 12 hours. I leave her. Yeah. No photos being sent to me. No, well, no updates. You, want, you probably wouldn't want photos of her in that position. No text updates, how no. she's doing. Just gone for 12 hours. Yeah, she's going to be great. Yeah, I know. And then maybe she'll stop humping. Y'all have never, I have never <laughs> seen a female dog hump like Sunny humps. I'm like, <laughs> she is her mother's dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's also an upsetting text that I get on the regular with a video of, of Sunny humping is, Tell me she isn't just like her mother. I'm like, okay. Um, so she inherited your gassiness at nail salons and yeah. your humping ability. Wow. Yes. And she had, uh, inherited Red Star's chicken allergy and um, uh, metabolism. Mm. They poop on the same schedule. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Super. That's nice. great yeah. to know. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We're putting that out there. So every time. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So too much. I don't know. <laughs> it's never too much with you. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account. 
or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Taylor Swift released her version of this love, Taylor's version. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't, I need to listen to them like side by side. It is so good. They're identical. No, they're not. Yes, There's they something are. different. No, they're, I promise you, they're not identical. There is something different. And maybe it's the association with this new movie. It's like in the trailer and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. amplified it. But that song takes me back to you. Okay. I I know. I was like, the song, it honestly, is quite triggering for me because mm-hmm. it was, I listened to it on repeat while we were broken up. And it was like, mm. this love is good. This love is bad. This love is alive back from the dead. Oh, these hands had to let it go free and... This love came back to me. Oh, wow! That was like took me wow. out of the podcast mode for yeah, a second. For a minute. Um, it reminds. It's so funny because I think of you dancing in my living room in my old apartment to that song. Oh my god! And then I also remembered when I heard it that I think I've talked about this before, but um, on Chris's season, that's all we had was Taylor Swift's 1989 album. I had it in like a cd disc player because that's all i was allowed to have and um after the fantasy suites when i was just like waiting in my room for the rose ceremony that was the song that i kept playing it was like so dramatic (laughs) (laughs) i feel like if it's meant to be it's meant to come back to me yeah Yeah. you just had to to set him free yeah but do you think the re-release of 1989 is coming soon what are your theories on that i do i mean it's like what else would it be speak now Okay. <laughs> but she's already released this one and Wildest Dreams now. Wildest Dreams came out. Her release oh, for, yeah, for that right. Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Remember? I feel like first- if she's going to do an album, she's going to do the album. She's not going to piecemeal it and do just a song and a year later a different song from that album. If, she, if she's already yeah. had two songs from the album, I feel like we're there. Yeah, I think we're there. Right. I'm excited, man. Those songs from mm. the vault. Oh, the vault songs on 1989 are going That's to. That's going to be insanity. What does that mean? <laughs> like insane. Oh. Yeah. Insanity. Insanity. Oh, insanity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, how do they get better than what we got? Or actually, no, they're probably worse. Because they didn't make the album. I don't know, though. <laughs> I, I think it's like artists have to choose a certain amount. And maybe they were like, she was just like, it was a toss up between. Right. Maybe they didn't fit into the story yeah, she was trying yeah, to yeah. tell. But now the story is OK to tell. Yeah, she can do anything she wants. Because really, we didn't get very many Harry Styles songs aside from style. So maybe there's going to be some more Harry songs. Mm. Mm-hmm. About him, you mean? Yes. Oh, correct. Oh, yeah. I would like a feature with Harry. I don't think that's in the cards. Oh, okay. Well, if you watch TikTok, you theories- would be. Oh, I mean, oh. she uh-huh. would never do this. But if she released 1989's re-release on the day Harry's house comes out, she wouldn't do that. They don't have bad blood, do they? No, but she's not petty like that with people that she likes. I think they're good because they had a moment at the was it the Grammys? Yeah, they I like- think they're good too. But yeah. if this was like Scooter or something. It's so funny how we care so much about like celebrity relationships. I know. I was thinking this the other day because um, Chriselle, uh announced her relationship with G Flip on the um, Selling Sunset reunion. And G Flip is a non-binary Australian artist. And everyone like freaked out. And they were like, Chriselle's having a midlife crisis. And I'm like... 
these people don't even know this person. Like they don't even know Chriselle. And they're just like having all these opinions and thoughts about her dating life and like diagnosing her being like, she's not well. And I'm like, as someone who knows her, it's so frustrating because I'm like, she's so happy. I feel like she's happy and she's living her life. Okay, so I actually got the down low on that because I've never watched an episode of Selling Sunset and I actually don't think I like it because they all just fight with each other. No, I think it's just, I think it's just like any other real. It's like Love Island, but real estate, Tanya. No, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you cannot compare Love Island because they don't fight she with each did. other. They, they treat each other with respect. <laughs> And and it's actually really quite amazing. Side note, Molly Mae and Tommy from Love Island are visiting Los Angeles. They're on like this Los Angeles. And I've been wanting Molly Mae on the podcast forever. Yeah. And I'm just like, how have I not bumped into her? Ugh. But anyways, um, so I never watched the show, but uh, I got a little background on why people were so uh, taken aback by the news. And that's because. A big thing that she has talked about. Mark just yawned really big, so clearly this is boring. Monday. I'm sorry, it's Monday. I'm not real invested in Chriselle, but go ahead. But uh, they, um, she has been really vocal about wanting to have a baby, mm-hmm. like wanting to have a baby, and like she keeps breaking up with these people because they don't want to have a baby. So then they're like, "Oh, now you, it's going to be even harder for you to have a baby." But she could still have a baby. Yeah, but that's, I guess, what the controversy was. I know, but I think. I think, like, we're way past that way of thinking of being like, oh, you can't have a baby if, like, I don't know. I think it's just, and even if, maybe it was like, that's what she thought she wanted with Jason, and then when it, they broke up, she was like, that's not a priority right now. And, and the other guy she dated, too, that's why they broke up, allegedly. Keo? The, yeah. or, the guy from Dating with the Stars? No, the guy she was married to. Oh, Justin. Yeah. I don't know. But my whole point is that I just find it so fascinating how invested we get into people's lives and people like make assumptions without even know, like literally no one knows her that's making these claims against her. And I really appreciated she posted something and she was like, you know, um, I understand like some of y'all are confused, but I'm not. And I really liked that because it's like, I get it. Maybe you don't understand it or maybe it wasn't what you expected, but it's I'm not confused about it, you know, yeah. and it's my life. So it was just kind of an eye opener. And we do it with like, I'm so fascinated by other like celebrities. Oh, me like- too. Let me tell you, I am so invested in the Jonas Brothers lives. Like it's not even funny. I'm really invested in them. Like I genuinely feel like, well, you're kind of like friends with of them, family, though, but like, you I'm are like, kind of friends with them. So that kind makes, of, but not really. I'm invested in people like people. I know I don't feel weird being invested in their love life, but like, it's like, strangers that if someone started like jennifer aniston is dating so-and-so i'd be like oh like all about it you know yeah but why does it matter like yeah, I, just, I don't know i'm not her friend i don't have any association i want to be her friend so badly but i know you know actually i saw i went to this john legend listening thing last week and i met john legend and everybody all the scrubbers were messaging me and they're like did you ask him to get chrissy on the podcast and i was like no no <laughs> Because we're there to hear his music and I didn't want to like use it as like a in to get her because I feel like we could get her on our own, you know, like I didn't need to interrupt his love and about the music, you know, it's mm-hmm. about more about the music. Yeah. Instead of. It was about scrubbing in. Yes. Yeah, correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Maybe it would have been inappropriate. Then, next time you see him because you'll be like, John, Tanya, I remember right, right, right. I like, totally remember you. Yeah. And yeah. he'll be like, oh yeah, she was, she did, she was just like appreciating the music. Exactly. Yeah. But now it's time to go in with the big, big ask. Yeah, the big ask. Yeah. 
Um, okay, we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back. I wanted to talk about uh, part of the Met Gala was Kim Kardashian fitting into the dress. I don't know if you've had this conversation on the morning show, but uh-huh. I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. So we'll be right back with that. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker soul hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. 
they starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Okay, we're back. So there was this, uh, during one of the interviews at the Met Gala, uh, Kim Kardashian, they were asking about her dress and she was saying it was Marilyn Monroe's and she said she lost 16 pounds in three weeks and she basically wore like a sweatsuit, ran on the treadmill and she basically didn't eat carbs or sugar. Yeah. And it was a big controversy because obviously the Kardashians are, they're, uh, they're women that young girls and people are watching and like copying and modeling after their lives. Um, and Lily Reinhart came out and she didn't address Kim Kardashian by name, but she was just like, can we please stop giving these celebrities attention? You know, like this is, well, like she was being praised for it. And I think that's the thing that is unhealthy to like, be yeah. like, God, that's so cool. She lost 16 pounds in three weeks. Like, yeah, let's starve ourselves and like run in a sweatsuit. See, I guess I didn't see a lot of the praise for it. I just saw like, what in the heck? Like, that is crazy that your body can do that. But I also, is it, I think where I struggle sometimes with this is that like, do I think it's healthy or do I think it's like, what is it something that I would do and no, but is it her fault that, people praise her for that like I guess I took it more as like her just being honest about what the process was to fit into this dress that was like this iconic moment and she wasn't saying like this is what everyone should do she was just saying like this is what I did to fit into this dress because a lot of people were like how did like Kim Kardashian's body type fit into like they have a very different shape let me tell you what your girl would have done because I'm one day without sugar in my coffee and it's rough if I were Kim, I would have just gotten a little more of that fabric, maybe from the bottom of the dress, and just stitched it right up the middle. Well, I don't think she's allowed to do anything for the dress. And I think that a lot of people are like, all of that to fit into a dress, like, why not just wear something else? But she committed to being in the dress. So I think I, I, 
it's hard because I see both sides of it of like not praising this lifestyle of like you have to look a certain way and lose this much weight in this amount of time. But no, to but it's also like want. the unhealthy. It's the it's the, the it's the praise of the. I think what Lily is saying is it's the praise of the unhealthiness of it all. The like losing sixteen pounds and then she went on the red carpet and was talking about how she's gonna have this pizza and donuts party after and like that. You know, like it's the the yo yo and the I'm gonna starve myself and then I'm gonna like you know, binge eat after. And it's, I think that's what she's talking about for people that, you know, have eating disorders or, or have had eating disorders. It's like mm-hmm. triggering and, and it's harmful to kind of spread that, that message mm-hmm. of like starve yourself to fit into a dress and then eat a bunch of pizza and donuts after because you deserve mm-hmm. it. You know, it's like, huh? Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Sometimes I, I guess when you have that big of a platform, you do have to consider all of these things and who's watching you and who's paying attention to you and what you're saying. But I just didn't think that it was Kim being like, everyone should do this to achieve. I just took it more as like, this is what I did. And to be honest, I imagine so many other people did similar things to fit into their Met Gala outfits. Like whether it was that extreme yeah. and she was just honest about it. So I, I understand both sides. Like I see the danger in it. And I also am like, is that Kim Kardashian's like fault if she? Yeah, no, I know. I think it's, but also it's like she does have such a huge, huge platform. And I think people, you know, I think that you can kind of be naive to those things sometimes because, you know, I, I've been talking a lot about how I want to cut out sugar mm-hmm. and like, you know, I talk about that. And somebody actually <clears throat> wrote me a really kind of meaningful message about how that's harmful because sugar's not, you know, sugar's but, not the yeah, devil yeah. and stuff. But, for me, it's causing personally, it's I want to just get rid of my addiction because it's the addiction to it that I mm-hmm. don't like. Not mm-hmm. necessarily the fact that it's sugar in a sense, but I'm just so addicted to it mm-hmm. that I don't like that I'm that addicted to right. it. Um, but I I don't see it from somebody else's perspective because I haven't lived that mm-hmm. their experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, just being cautious and 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 how you how you say things and and express things because I think, you know eating disorders and uh, relationship with food for unfortunately for women is, is a really, really touchy, touchy Mm -hmm. subject. You know, like I think there's like a stat where it's just like some crazy number of women aren't happy with their bodies Mm -hmm. and have gone to like extremes to, you know, whether it's starving themselves or purging and, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So I don't know. I think it's Lily's onto something because I think it's just spreading like a, I agree. I get what she's saying. Like, don't don't think that this is what you have to do to feel good about yourself. Like, don't don't feel like you have to follow this example of this. And on the flip side, I don't know that Kim Kardashian was doing anything other than stating like, yeah, I worked my ass off to get into this dress, like literally worked my ass off to get into this dress because I it was this iconic moment I wanted to have at the Met Gala. Yeah. So I don't know. I just found it was like an interesting conversation because I was reading Lily's oh, this the article about Lily and I was like, I totally get this and I see this. Yeah, and no, I, I saw also, a lot of I saw a lot of articles that were like talking really negatively about what Kim was saying and stuff and how it's problematic now. And yeah, so it was definitely a. She knows how to get people talking. That's one thing she, she can knows do how to get people. I was more along like looking at her saying how do her roots look so blonde? Like, how do I get that going? I guarantee her scalp was 
burnt <laughs> from that. Unless it looks it- like somebody took a Q-tip and dipped it in bleach and just went straight in there. I Which, know. you know what? I'm going to... Tawny? <laughs> Is this thing on? Is this the- I don't know if our hairdresser listens to the podcast, but... Yeah. You know what I'm looking for next time. Yeah. Get a little Q-tip in there going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, there's just a lot of... It's a lot of talk about... I mean, even in our climate right now with the uh, potential possible overturn of reverse Wade, it's that conversation about our bodies and our responsibility to them. And I personally, I, I have so many people in my life who are genuinely scared by this news and like the, their rights being taken away and it's not official yet. It hasn't been overturned. Am I speaking right? That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think there's just a huge, I've seen so many beautiful points about this and I am able to see, unfortunately, I see everything from both sides and I grew up very conservative, very Christian. I was very much like, there is, it was very black and white for me. I was very much like abortion. You know, I did not agree with that. I did not support it. And now I, I, I've seen so many things where it's saying, I am not, I don't love abortion, but I, I feel like everyone deserves the right to choose. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, you know, for me, I, I could not get an abortion, but I don't think it's for me to say what somebody else can or can't do. Right. Does that make sense? So it's like, for me, that's what I choose for myself, but I don't think anybody should tell somebody me or anybody else what to do with my body that's my choice that's the thing and I I think it's it's not so black and white like I've seen so many people who had a different stance and then they had kids and their stance changed or they had something happen to them and I don't think it's for someone else to make that decision of of what what is right for that person and not everyone has the same religious beliefs around it and I don't think it's it's one group and I also I hate this about social media part of it is because on both sides of the coin do this where they share the most extreme version of a group of people and it'll show someone who is saying like horrible things, um, hateful things, evil things. And I'm like, you could pick people out from any group of people and show that example and everyone would agree that that is not right. But that is not the majority. The majority is saying Everyone deserves the chance to do what they want with their body, how they want to do it. And that's not saying that you love abortion. It's just saying like it is some it is someone's personal choice to do that to with their body what they want. And I think that the conversations have gotten so um nasty Gnarly. and hateful and it's just it's as simple as someone having the right to choose and you don't have to make that decision if you don't believe in it that is fully your decision right and um so i think it's just i think it's a scary time and i think the fact that it's men i i am not someone who is like all men are terrible we hate men i I think there I are wonderful. I'm not. I think there are wonderful men out there. I kind of am too. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> I'm not. I don't but like that. I just don't like that mentality of like that. We they just, I just don't think about women. They just think they about themselves. But some men do, and I'm saying I don't want to group them all together. Just like I wouldn't want to be grouped together with everything I believe with like the intense extremes. You know, like I don't want to be grouped with those people for what right. I believe. But I just hate that something that is so specific and personal 
to a woman is being controlled and dictated by men who have never experienced any of the things that women go through. It is just like mind boggling. Well, and like guys can just go around and like they. Well, I read this whole thread and I wish I had it saved. I'm sure I can find it. Um, But it was talking about how um, there should be a law where men that men have to get a vasectomy or something to yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's not just all on women like so much of the blame and the pressure and everything gets put on women yeah. and it's not it there's it takes two to tango here and there's i think i don't know who the conversation was with and i it, it may have been b- between kamala and um brett uh kavanaugh but she was saying can you think of any law that uh what did she say like any law that is required of a man Right, with his right, body right. right and he said something along the lines of like not that i can think of right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i was thinking think of all of the laws that we have not had we have not been able we've not always been able to vote we've oh, not always been like able endless. to have a bank account it's endless and now it's this so i think i think the anger and frustration is surrounding that aspect of it and it's it's scary and i think it's i mean I don't know. I, I hope that it doesn't happen. I, I, I you guys, you mentioned men and uh, I, I wish these men in charge didn't think about women so much, but honestly, they seem obsessed with it. They seem obsessed with controlling women. It's an attack yeah. on women. It's a war on women. They don't want you women having that kind of control over your body and who you have sex with and all that stuff. They don't want that. And they're very scared of that. I've been talking to my daughters a lot about this over the past week and they're pissed and I'm proud of them for being pissed because they should be because they should be able to make these choices for themselves. Now, I know a lot of I know that you two now are going to get heat from your Facebook group. I know there's a lot of people in the scrubbing world that don't agree with you on pro-choice. I just want to address them. I'm anti-abortion. I would never get one. I would never want my wife or daughters to get one. But there are things we can do for society that actually reduces the number of abortions. It's sex education. It's access to contraception, it's free clinics, women's health clinics, and their availability and accessibility. Those actually bring the numbers down. Banning abortion in any state isn't going to bring the numbers down, but it's going to kill women. Women are going to die because of this in the thousands, depending on how long it's on the books. And that's bad, and we should be have a problem with that. And if you really think this is these politicians are just good-hearted people who are just trying to save the babies, you haven't looked into this enough. And if you really think that it's a baby the second the man ejaculates, you haven't looked into this enough. And if you think that it's just about stopping abortion, you haven't looked into this enough. Because... They're not going to stop at that. They want to get rid of contraception. They're already in states talking about banning IUDs. They want to get rid of same-sex marriage, which some of you are probably fine with, but they want to get rid of interracial marriage. I mean, everything is on the table right now Mm -hmm. unless somebody does something to stop this before it officially goes into place. So anyway, that's my rant. No, that was a good point. And I think there's a huge misconception that Roe vs. Wade is just about abortion. It's not. It's about like all the the care and the prevention and the education surrounding sex education. And I think I, I'm a hundred percent with you, Mark. I am against abortion. I don't believe in abortion, but that is my decision. And so let's do real things that stop the number of unwanted pregnancies. You can do that because it's not about abortion. It's not about babies. It's about control. Yeah, it really is about control. And like these politicians are not, they're not good. They're not like, 
thinking of the 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 doing good. They're just like I just can't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I'm always prepared to get you know heat over these things, but I did think it was something to be addressed and to talk about. And I um just I I think it's a good conversation to have and to be having with each other. And I think there is a I've seen people do it in a respectful way, but people are mad and people are scared. And I think when people are mad and they're scared, things escalate. And that's what happens. So just- but I also think, too, there's something that happened with like religion and politics where it was like, just because you're this, you have to do this. And it's like, again, yes, I am. I I. I am against abortion. I would not get one myself, but that's not for me to choose for anybody else. You know what I mean? Like I would never, it's like me pushing my religion on somebody else. Like my religion is that's my, my relationship right. with God is, is my own. Like I'm not, not sitting here trying to, you know, right. And not everyone make has make you do it. Like I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know it gets really tricky. The merge of politics and religion and it's, it's shouldn't, merged the same people saying hey just adopt those are the same people trying to stop gay couples from adopting yeah i know that's what's so frustrating it's like okay so then everyone who gets pregnant has to have the baby and and yeah you can put it up for adoption it's not saying that you have to raise the baby put it up for adoption and then a gay couple says hey we'd love to adopt a baby and give a baby a home and they're like uh but we can't you're you're same sex so that's not gonna work it does not make any sense to me. And it is infuriating. I've always had that thought of like how difficult it is, how the how the same people that want to force people to have babies also will not let two loving people adopt the baby because their love looks different. Don't get me started on that. Yeah, one. that's a whole that's a whole other rant. <laughs> yep. I just want to say Save really quick, if uh, I, I I've never had any uh, combative DM in my entire life, but I'm extremely pro-choice. If you have something to say to Beck and Tanya, send it my way instead. Give it to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like that that soldier standing over the child in the bed. Send me the angry DMs. I don't care. I'm an atheist. I don't believe God is real. Send those DMs my way. <laughs> my Instagram is at Easton Allen. I will take it. Send them to me. That's all I have to say. Oh my god! Uh, I mean, honestly, it's like I can take it. Um, it's just, <laughs> just, just. All right, uh, I think we should take a break. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. We'll be right back. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. 
Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. All right, you guys, we are back and we have some emails. So, Mark, take it away. All right, Becca, thank you very much. This is from Rachel. To get directly to the point, I'm a virgin and there's a chance I will be on my period on our wedding night slash honeymoon. No. I'm just wondering what to do here. He's also a virgin. I just want to know what you think. Do I try not to worry about it? Just go with it in a normal way? Do I try a disc or something similar? Will that make it weird considering it's my first time? I'm curious what you girls would do. And from a guy's perspective, what Easton and Mark can speak to as well as an unbiased perspective. Well, you're that... asking the wrong girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> bless you. Thank you. I feel like I could be speaking wrong on this. So. I don't know if there's anyone here who can help me, but I think that your uh, gyno can. I don't. I don't know if you're. Um, Are you gonna try and tell her to skip her period? Yeah, is that the bad? Birth control pills? Is that bad? Yes, yeah, it's like messing with your hormones. Okay, don't do. Don't listen to me. I've never done. <laughs> I've never been on birth control, so uh, like I don't know what. But I just have known people are like, yeah, I'm just gonna skip, skip my it. period. Yeah. Okay, don't listen to me. Bad advice. I mean, it's just you don't want to tinker with your hormones like that. In my, I've done it before, and I. I wish I could go turn the hands of time and not. Yeah. But um, I love period sex. <laughs> so I just embrace it, girl. This is your first time. So. so it only gets better from there. <laughs> I say embrace it, you know, like as long as it's not your heavy flow day, like game on, girl. Well, and honestly, would... it might help. Okay. I yeah I don't know I would just say I mean I also would say like if you feel comfortable like just you know have have it lay a towel down and yeah lay a towel down but I wouldn't oh I would not get stressed or over stress like I would not over stress about that because it's already going to be a little like nervous and anxious going into it being your both of your first time so don't like overthink it with that aspect of it and just See what happens. Maybe you won't start your period around that time. Maybe it'll naturally delay itself for you. But I would just say, don't don't stress yourself out more than you're already going to be stressed, and let let what happens happens. And if I you agree. wait a few more days, you've waited this yes, long. Yes, it's fine. It's not the end of the world if it doesn't happen on your wedding night. It's okay. Save it for the honeymoon. I don't think you're going to be in that problematic for the wedding night and your entire honeymoon. It's fine. Just go with it. It's okay. he'll be fine. Your yeah. advice is to wait. Well, that's yeah. a, I was kind of thinking that too. I'm like, I always have said how exhausted couples must be after the wedding. Like, I feel like yeah. I would just want to go home and be like, go to sleep and then wake up the next day. And that be like the day. But I would say you've waited as long as you have. I don't know how old she is. You're fine if you don't want it. If you don't want your first time to be period sex. <laughs> and you don't. I don't think you do. I think you do. I'm team period sex. It is great. I, it honestly, is. I don't know what it's like, obviously, from the female perspective, but the, you, you, y'all don't seem to love it, excepting Tanya. And so I save love it until it. you're going to love it. I want you to be able to not worry about it. And also, like, the first time, it's like, I don't know how graphic we can be, but, like, <laughs> kind of dry and, like, 
you know, when you're on your well, period, it just gonna... adds like natural lubricant. Oh my god! Thank me later, everybody who's listening. Just try it. With uh, in Moose, in my experience, I think sex is an awkward thing for a while. I think you gotta put points on the board first. You know, you gotta like you gotta run the clock a bit. So like, it's just it's gonna be awkward anyway. Uh, I say, if you want to do it, go for it. I didn't have sex on my wedding night, uh, you know, because we were tired. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's just, it's a crazy, like, culmination of so much planning and stress and everything. And, like, I'm, I'm sorry, the last thing you want to do is do that. So, like, put it off to the, I'm with the wait till the honeymoon situation. But if you want to do it, do it. And it's going to be awkward anyway. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm outnumbered here, but. <laughs> we, we said we're agreeing with you, just not as graphically, like, excited about <laughs> what you said we're just saying like go with the flow go with the flow go with the flow if it's flow just go with the flow oh my god there's only one taylor swift song and that is red there you go wow good one actually wrote a list of all the we didn't need it today all right, this is from Anonymous. She says, my boyfriend and I have been together four years. We're 27, met through mutual friends after college. I've always thought he was my soulmate. We're best friends. He's so kind, loving, respectful, not like other boyfriends I've had in the past. I was in an emotionally abusive relationship before him, a narcissist who made me apologize for everything all the time. When I got out, I promised myself I would never be treated that way again. Well, fast forward four years into my current relationship I'm ready for him to propose. I love him so much. So does my family. We live together. We have a dog and everything. It's going so good. But Lee, he confessed to me oh, no. that he's been lying about two things. Oh, no. One, I asked him not to watch porn, but apparently he's been lying to me and watching it since Thanksgiving. Two, a month ago, he was away from me for three weeks on a work trip and then went straight to a wedding with his college buddies. I wasn't invited. And he missed his flight the next morning. He told me it was because he got too drunk, but really he stayed out till 4 a.m. with his buddies partying in another girl's hotel room. He's being honest now, but he lied initially, and now I'm going back to feeling so insecure about myself in a relationship and feeling I can't trust him. I just feel like we're drifting apart, and I don't know what to do. Mm. This seems very fixable to me. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Sh- share. I mean, look, I don't like that he covered it up and now he's telling you the truth, but I don't like that. And I trust me as everything, but I feel like it's salvageable if you guys can kind of like commit to coming back to the basics of your relationship and maybe do some couples therapy and kind of get to the root of why he lied and why he didn't tell you the truth initially. You know what I mean? Because maybe... You know, there's a reason for that. Maybe there's, you know, a reason why he kept that from you. Maybe he felt like you guys were growing apart and he didn't want to rock the boat, you know, which is not an excuse. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, kind of get to the root of why he covered those things up. Um, I don't know. I mean, the porn thing I'm less concerned about. But I think the porn thing is more that he lied about lied. it. And yeah, yeah, him, yeah, you know, Um. I think this is tough because she was in a relationship that made her question herself and her confidence. And I think him doing this has like brought back feelings of that relationship. And she said she would never let herself be treated like that again. So I also think that trying something like couples therapy or counseling or something where y'all can both have a open space because maybe it is something like he's 
scared. Like maybe there's a certain reason why he feels that it's better for him to lie than just be honest about it. And I think that um, having that space to both be open and honest together in front of someone who's not biased would be really helpful. But I also think like, listen to your gut, because if you've experienced this before and you're feeling like it's making you question yourself again, then it's, you know, you got to really pay attention to that feeling because you don't want to end up in the same situation you were in. You do. But also this email serves as kind of like, you know, when you're trying to make a decision, you make a pros and cons list. This email mm-hmm. is a pros and cons list. And you, even in this email, your pros way outweigh your cons. Lying, I think, is uh, an easier bridge to cross than cheating. Cheating yeah. is tough. Lying, he, you know, he's probably afraid of your reaction, blah, blah, blah. It's not good, but I think it's something that you guys can work on and regain that trust. I think that is fixable, like Tanya said. Like always, I agree with Tanya, but just not as graphically. Um I like it. I think it's fine. I think it's going to be okay. I think you guys should sleep together more. I think that'll help with the porn situation. And uh, the rest is just about honesty. He didn't do anything. He didn't cross any lines. Yeah, he lied, but he didn't cross any lines. I think you're going to be okay because I think you're crazy about him. I think your past trauma is causing you to question everything, but you guys can work through this. All right. Taylor Swift song. I need to think about like what's really going on. Um, no. Where's your list? Uh, it's in my bag downstairs in the kitchen. <laughs> a written list. I wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, oh I wrote it down. Oh my gosh. Um, this this love? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, I okay. think this is. Um, I think this is delicate. I think this is message in a bottle. What you just? How? Because. I feel as though maybe she just needs to write him a letter like and put in a bottle and make it like, let's work on this. <laughs> even Tanya's not buying that load. Yeah, Tanya doesn't even buy her. And maybe we can get a Cliff Notes version of the emails so that we don't have to bog down the time. We can like, okay, pre- like we just pre-prescribe. Okay, pre-prescriptions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, for today, we're going to go with uh, no body, no crime. Oh. And that'll be. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Um, and on that note. That is actually really good because he didn't It's cheat. really good. Yeah, yeah. There was no body involved. No yeah. other body. Yeah. Um, we do not have an episode this Thursday, but I did want to remind you about Wango Tango because the tickets are selling. It's going to be a part. T in the U.S. of A. Should we wear exposed thongs? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know the look now with like G- or Bella oh, Hadid? Like low, the I low don't G- know if the... my body is ready for the exposed <laughs> thong look, but you should. Yeah, put a pin in, in that okay. and maybe I'll try to find a cohesive fit that goes with the exposed thong. All right. Um, we love you all. Have a great week. And um, you know what time it is? What? It's thick 30. Bye. That's the Lizzo song? It's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah, it's thick 30. Wait, I was going to give the itch. Do I need to talk about the Wango Tango tickets oh, and how to get them? The wheels are falling off this joint. Wango Tango tickets. Get them now. Get them while they're hot. Wait, Hang out in the scrubbing in section. AXS.com and the code is scrubber. Yes, that is right. Okay. It's what time? It's thick 
30. All right. Thick 30. We got to go. Got to go. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds-infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.